It's that time of year again, folks. The playoffs are fast approaching. And with the introduction of a seventh seed this year, competition is heating up for the final spot. And I'm here to tell you who's in and who's out of the 2021 NFL playoffs. Starting things off with the AFC. I choose to believe the NFL rewards doing things the right way. I truly believe that rebuilding a team from the ground up is something that the sports gods smile upon. Which is why I'm going to sit here and say the Miami Dolphins will slip into the playoffs ahead of the Baltimore Ravens. Despite having spent tens of millions of dollars on defensive players in free agency, the Ravens still give up more points per game than the Dolphins. Despite having last year's MVP leading their offense, the Dolphins are still a far better passing attack. And despite having a Super Bowl winning head coach at the helm, the Ravens are completely inferior to the Dolphins when it comes to leadership. Brian Flores is the next great coach of the NFL, and he will elevate Elevate this Dolphins team on the backs of Tua Tungavaloa and a sneaky good defense to the final playoff spot. This is no slight on the Ravens. The Dolphins are just this good. You can talk all you want about how good the Dolphins are, how they're built from the ground up, how awesome Brian Flores has been a coach, an actual successful person from the Belichick playoff tree. But when it comes down to it, and you look at the team's remaining schedules, the Dolphins aren't making the playoffs, and I hate to see say it. Two wins left on their schedule, I think. I think they're going to beat the Patriots. They should beat the Raiders. Bills is going to be a tough game. I like the Bills in that one. I'm sure Isaiah also likes the Bills in that one. They're just not going to be a playoff team with how good the AFC is this year. AFC South is going to get a playoff spot. The Colts get to play the Texans, Jaguar, and Jaguars one more time. They're getting to 11 wins. The Titans get to play the Lions and Texans one more time. They're getting two more wins. Both those teams are getting to 11 wins. The Browns are have a playoff spot locked up with the Giants and Jets still left on their schedule. They're getting to 11 wins. That takes two of the three wildcard spots. The Ravens, when you take a look at their remaining schedule, the Jaguars are an embarrassment. They're they're going to beat the Jaguars. The Giants, with Daniel Jones not having a hamstring, is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen my team in my life. They have probably the worst offense in the NFL, even with Daniel Jones with a hamstring playing, and they get to play the Burrowless Bengals. So the Ravens are getting to 11 wins as well. It's going to be incredibly difficult for the Dolphins to make a playoff spot. I don't think they're getting where they're going to get 10 wins so it's going to suck for them to miss the playoffs after missing it so many times but i don't see them getting there because of how team schedules are playing out you of so little faith but I'm going to talk about the Ravens here for a second. And I am by no means saying the Ravens are a bad team. In an ordinary year, they'd be a playoff team. But a lot has gone wrong for them this year. They may be the hardest hit team by COVID, and they've had a lot of injuries. But excuses aside, when you lose to a team like the Patriots, and you struggle to put bad teams away like the Ravens have done many times this year, you're a team that has some problems. The largest of those problems is the regression of Lamar Jackson. Whether that be to a lack of receiving help, a phantom injury that has been plaguing him all year, Year or teams having film on them. No one truly knows what the issue's been this year. But what everybody does know is that he's taken several steps back from the MVP form he was in last year and has at points looked like a running back. And I still think Lamar Jackson can be a great quarterback. But some things need to change, and those changes are going to be made over the offseason, not during the final three weeks of the year. I am going to tell you that both of these teams will win two of their last three games. The Dolphins will lose to the Bills and the Ravens, and yes, you're going to hear me say this, are going to lose to the Giants. That game and the Giants beating the Ravens is the perfect cap-off to the Ravens' 2020 season. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think Baltimore can compete for a Super Bowl with the talent they have, but it just wasn't meant to be this year. So, so what you're saying is is that the Giants are going to be making the playoffs as well, basically. So the Giants are going to Oh, no, shot they're not the making the playoffs. <laughs> you think the well, Giants, every team in the AFC you think, wait, first East of all, has a shot you're saying, at the playoffs. You're saying Lamar Jackson has regressed after he has a phenomenal game against the Browns and balls out, comes back. Are you going to try and say that he moment. is anywhere close to the MVP season? He looked like his try MVP self against the Browns. He played very well. You're going to say he didn't game. play well? That is a game. I'm talking about a season. He played perfectly fine. He played like a great quarterback, but one game does not make up for a season of mediocrity in the pocket. You don't think you beat the Jaguars, Bengals, and Giants very handily over the next three weeks? I look. Oh, he's gonna beat the Bengals and the Jaguars pretty handily. I just don't see that happening. I don't see how. You, and I'm a Giants fan. I am so down on the Giants. I mean, I would like them to beat the Ravens because then if they'll beat the Cowboys, they may make the playoffs at seven wins. But <laughs> I just don't see that happening. You of little faith. You obviously don't think the Dolphins are there yet. You think their schedule is going to play against them? I have faith in them more so. I have a lack of faith in the Baltimore I think Ravens they're there. I just the don't think they're making the playoffs because of how the other team's schedules play out. That's just all, that's all it comes down to. Do you think they're as good as the Ravens? I think it'd be a very close game between them and the Ravens. I don't think it'd be that close. But that's enough about the AFC. We are going to talk about the AFC. And the AFC has been disappointing this year. It seems to go back and forth every year. One year, the AFC is a bunch of 12, 13 win teams. The next year, it's the NFC with the top dogs. But this year, the NFC is down and the seventh seed may well be held by an eight-win team. Starting things off up north. Watching the Minnesota Vikings play is like opening a Christmas present from your great Aunt Rayleigh. You have no idea what you're going to get, but you know it's going to be disappointing. Every week, I sit down and watch the Vikings play. And every week, they give me something new to laugh at while crying on the inside. Whether it be a defensive-minded head coach, not being able to build a secondary around the best safety duo in the NFL, having their lead snatched away by questionable officiating, or kicking. Dear God, the kicking. It is a testament to how historically abysmal the Vikings kickers are that this last week where Dan Bailey missed five kicks in what could have been a very competitive game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that loss and those kicks are about the fifth most painful kicking moment in my memory. The Vikings are not a well-managed team. They're not a well-run team. They've got a lot of issues. Minnesota belongs nowhere near the postseason. I wish the NFL had not added the Final Seventh's playoff spot and decided to be like the NBA. But hey... Here we are. I'm not going to have to worry about the Vikings getting it. This year's failure will continue Mike Zimmer's streak of not being able to make the playoffs back-to-back years on teams which are chock full of talent. As long as he and Rick Spielman are here, this team won't do anything in January and February besides humiliate the Saints. I thought I was going to be being a good friend by saying this. I I wanted the Vikings to make the playoffs. Now Isaiah has kind of let me know that I shouldn't be wanting to make the Vikings to make the playoffs. I don't think it's likely they're going to make the playoffs, especially when you take a look at their remaining schedule. You would think they have two guaranteed wins with the Bears and Lions and a loss to the Saints, but knowing them, Isaiah, I'm sure they'll lose both games to the Bears and Lions and beat the Saints somehow, even if Dalvin Cook... Oh, they'll beat the Lions. They beat the Lions consistently. The Bears is the uh, team Kirk Cousins has lost four out of five games to in Minnesota. And even if Dalvin Cook runs for 200-plus in all three games and carries them to a 9-7 and seven record, the five seed is locked up, it seems like, by whoever comes out of the NFC West. And the Bucks have a playoff head-to-head tiebreaker with the Vikings right now because of Dan Bailey's performance, as Isaiah alluded to. I'm going to lean towards the Vikings not making the playoffs. I don't think they're going to get in versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals only need to win... 
two out of their last three. Granted, their schedule's looking a little, you know, iffy. It's rough being a Vikings fan, but I'm a Giants fan, so I sympathize with you. Don't sympathize with me. Don't try and relate to me. There is no team in the football league known as the NFL that can remotely relate to the struggles Vikings fans have been through, save maybe the Buffalo Bills. But that's enough of uh, teams which have never won a Super Bowl. Now another team which has never won a Super Bowl. The Arizona Cardinals should not be a playoff team. Their defense is reminiscent of Jesus Christ and how holy it is. Their run game is non-existent if you're not five foot seven and Kyler Murray strolls to find receivers not named DeAndre Hopkins while standing in the pocket. This team is a Hail Mary and a Russell Wilson interception away from five wins. But because they get to play the Eagles and the injured 49ers, and a Rams team which may well be resting their starters the final week of the season. They will make it to nine wins and make the playoffs. Only to be reminded what a contender looks like when they get blasted by those aforementioned Rams or the Saints on wildcard weekend. The Cardinals aren't there yet, but they're close. Next year, after they draft more defensive players and Kyler Murray hits puberty and grows five more inches, this team will compete for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals should beat the Eagles and the 49ers and lose to the Rams, but I do not think it would be craziest thing in the world if they go out and lose the rest of their last three games. Beating the Giants, who didn't have a functional QB, is no accomplishment. The Giants' offensive performance was pathetic, and if anyone watched that game, it was like they had a high school quarterback out there with Daniel Jones having no hamstring and then Colt McCoy near the end, and their offensive tackles are the worst pass-blocking offensive tackles I've ever watched in my life. In their last six games, they're 2-4, and four, and they'd be 1-5 over that stretch, as Isaiah mentioned, if there wasn't the Murray to Hopkins Hail Mary. The Cardinals are in control of their playoff future out of all the teams in the playoff bubble looking to make the final playoff push to get one of the wild card spots. I think they have the best odds, but with how shaky their defense is, with how shaky they've looked over the last six games, they could lose out and the Vikings squeeze in there. The Vikings are making the playoffs. I will say that if they make the playoffs, I'm going to say the Vikings are making the playoffs. But finally, the last team on the fringe of the bubble, the bare minimum competing for a playoff spot we have the chicago bears the bears cody parkey still lives rent free in mad Nagy's head and shows with his play calling the only impact this team will have for the remainder of the season is they may find a way to lose to the jacksonville jaguars and solidify trevor lawrence's place in new jersey if mitch is a star for the whole season the bears might be the seventh seed but alas they chose the false promise of well-endowed richard over an actual proven winning quarterback it is funny how bears fans react when Mitch Trubisky just has a game that's any semblance of a starting quarterback in the NFL. They were acting like he threw for 450 yards and five touchdowns his last game against the Texans, who are pitiful defense, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. They're not going to be any... You're confusing uh, Bears fans with the cult of Mitchell Trubisky. There are two distinctive groups. The cult of Mitch will praise him regardless. Real Bears fans hate him. I don't think the Bears are winning any of their games they may beat the Jaguars but I think Minshew Mania is going to make a surprise appearance ruin the Jaguars tank and push the Bears even further down the NFL totem pole it's sad I know the Bears started off five and one but as we know almost every year they are frauds uh 
I wouldn't say ruin the Jaguars tank per se. They're just completely outmatched in the realm of losing, fighting against Adam Gase and the New Jersey Jets. Better luck next year, Jaguars. Hopefully Justin Fields can turn it around for you and you can finally free Minshew. But that has been our thoughts on the playoff bubble. If you're wondering why we didn't mention the Raiders, it's because they popped their own bubble this Thursday night in an embarrassing loss. It's hasta la vista, baby. You're not the Dolphins. You're not the Ravens. But let us know you think is going to be the seven seat in the AFC and the AFC. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the video, and we'll see you in the next one.